0: You are now listening to Carly's Couch. I'm Carly. And I'm Lex.
1: In this podcast, we discuss a wide array of topics about life and how to live your best life,
0: whatever that looks like for you. Hope y'all enjoy. This week on Carly's Couch, we talk about loving what you do. Is it really
1: that necessary? Hello, hello, hello. Happy whatever day you are tuning in to join us.
0: Yeah, welcome to Carly's Couch. Thanks for joining us once again. Um, hopefully, you've been taking some of the ideas we've been talking about lately, applying them to your life. I am Lextopia.
1: And I am Cece Fierce or Carly Carpio on Twitter.
0: <laughs> um, and before we get into today's episode about work and loving what you do, um, this week, our question from the couch was around the last lie you told. So, Carly, what was the last lie that you remember telling?
1: Oh, man. I was about to say, first of all, y'all be lying, um, but I guess <laughs> we'll get to y'all next. Don't worry about that. <laughs> worry about yourself.
0: <laughs> worry about um, you.
1: I think that um, someone asked me if I was okay, and I said I was, but mm-hmm. it. In my head, it wasn't a lie because I was still processing what was going on, but I guess I could have just said, I don't know, I'm kind of thinking through something right now, but I definitely was like, oh, I'm okay. And then I came back later, and I was like, yeah, I'm not okay. I was thinking through something. <laughs> but I definitely lied and then caught it.
0: Mine would be um, telling somebody, oh, yeah, that's cute, and um, like for something that they wanted to wear. And uh, in my head, I was like, mm, oh, it's not man. my favorite, but whatever. Let me keep
1: that in my little memory <laughs> file have me out here looking crazy. No, I mean
0: – But it's a thin line. So sometimes, if we're getting to the whys, right, which I think that's the important part of this conversation, is sometimes the lie is to not hurt somebody's feelings or bust their bubble. And I think that, so instead of saying, like, oh, that looks cute, if you're trying trying to live a life where you're not lying, in that case it's, hey, you know, Um, I know you I know you really like that outfit go for it you know what I mean there's a way to not bust somebody's bubble let them do what they do and also timing is important to where later you might if that comes up or there's a convo you know and you're like you know I actually don't that's not my favorite outfit of yours but like you know if you like to wear that I think that's fine you know what I mean like there's a way to to still be completely honest so yes that was a lot um i was
1: about to say i do the radical honesty thing like that with my best friend because she likes to thrift a lot so she'll send me fits and like do you like this and if you ask i'm like that's not my favorite but well, if yeah you I like mean, it, get that's it. for
0: you too so like of course that's not even gonna hurt their feelings about
1: yeah
0: um or, or unless she's not shopping for you
1: no favorite. no she's shopping for herself but i'm saying yeah. she'll like, try stuff on but i'd be like if you like it get it but it's not my favorite i'm gonna be honest about like it's not yeah, my favorite. Yeah,
0: yeah but there's a big difference between you know your your man or your girl is like already dressed up and like oh, yeah. I love that you know they're damn, smiling yeah. and you like mmm, I don't really like that. Or <laughs> it's actually funny now I'm getting off topic. Um, I remember seeing a tweet from like, a guy yesterday actually. Um some tweet, he's like, damn it'd be the worst when your girl got a haircut or a fit on that's like you ain't really liking <laughs> like that. Like, you know what I mean? Especially with women in our hair. I know I like I've been doing the most for like the last three months. Um and it's just like I mean, whatever you want to do, dog. (laughs) Like, it's cool. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I get it. So here's some of the lies that you guys told. I'm going to say this whole first group Uh all together. I'll let you know. The next time I'm in the States, I'll let you know. I'm on the way. I'll be right back. I'm okay. And I don't know what I'm doing this weekend. Those are the type of lies, I think, where we just automatically say that because, A, you don't really feel like getting into it, and, B, you don't, feel like slash for whatever reason aren't saying what you really want to say like those are just the like all right cool like oh yeah I'll be right back or like I don't want to go Or sorry not I don't want to go I'll think about it because you don't want to say like actually right now it's looking like a no so I think those are things where depending on the relationship um that line might not matter so much but I would suggest being a little bit more vulnerable to like Really, just say what you want to say.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's what category this second group of lies are. Um, the first one is that I wasn't mad about something my wife said, but I mm-hmm. immediately fixed it and told her um, that because she's my person, I have to be able to communicate my feelings. So good catch on that. Mm-hmm. The second one was that I forgave something that I didn't really forgive, mm-hmm. and I feel like we've all been there at one point in time. It's like where you like want something to be okay, so you like think you're okay with it, or even lie about it, but then you get yourself in a situation that you're not okay with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just talked in the last
0: episode about being more responsible for your own feelings. So you're worried about forgiving somebody or, you know, saying something's cool, that's fine. And really, that's not good for you in that relationship. So again, in those cases, being more honest or not telling a lie about how you feel about a situation or another person is going to lead to like a better situation for you. And in turn, for both of you, if that ends up being received appropriately. And if it doesn't, that also lets you know what's going on. You know
1: what I'm saying?
0: Um, and then some of y'all were just like lying. So <laughs> one was like, I lied about what I was doing and who I was texting. Check on your boy, whoever that is. I'm assuming it's a man. That's <laughs> that wrong. was a
1: woman. Whoop. <laughs>
0: uh, uh, never mind. Then. You, you got to girl. You do, girl. <laughs> yeah, do, what you, do what you need to do. To be honest, he ain't worried about it anyway. He over there doing the same thing. Um, which that's, uh, FYI, I'm, I'm kind of fake joking, but it is funny because women do this all the time online where it's like, it's cool over here, not cool over there. But yeah, girl, do your thing. Um, all your baby is cute. That's a lie. Like, ain't nobody baby really that cute. And then somebody said, I tell no lies, so. And I, I,
1: I literally that's, said, that's, oh, that's, the, that's the last lie you told, huh? Yeah. Get like,
0: out of here. You try to be cute. Anyway, um, yeah, practice some honesty. Even with, and especially with, I would say, the the air quote little things, the little lies. Um a lot of times you actually might feel better. And I think it's it's kind of a cool challenge to, to know you wanna be like, Yeah, I'm fine. It's really a good challenge to like dig deep and like actually say something different. And not that it's saying like, oh, that's gonna make you feel better or anything, but like it's just a good challenge to like honor yourself in that way. So when it comes to how you feel, or even if you gotta say like, Yeah, not the best, but let's talk about it later, like just practice. Try, really try or if you say something quickly just off automatic and then you kind of catch it be like you know what and like backtrack it's okay i think backtrack um and think about how you can say stuff without lying
1: so hit us this week and let us know how that goes cuz y'all be lying um and so try to be more honest and see how it feels mm-hmm. um so
0: recently we've been doing a couple of episodes where we're just kind of thinking about things like go-to phrases or social norms um and just kind of questioning them and thinking about the validity and the relativity and, ooh, my words is like on it today, of, of these phrases, of, of these social norms. And one of the things that you hear quite often is this phrase around like, you know, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. Or, um, you know, when you love what you do, like, it makes everything easier. All of those things, right? Um, was there a particular thing that
1: happened that made you think of this? No, I was just pondering life. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was pondering life and um, just thinking about like my transition in life to actually go pursue what I mm-hmm. love. And then like, do I feel like I'm working or is this a real thing? Or why do we even be saying st- I feel like a yeah. lot of times we just say why stuff to be saying, saying stuff. But why are we saying this? So, okay.
0: So, so what is that saying? If you, let me read it so I get it right. If you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. What is that saying? And, and how do you feel about that?
1: Um, to me, it's saying that if you are passionate about like, what your profession is or what you're doing, that it won't feel like work, that it won't, and, and all, the, um, all of the things that come with work, like some people are like, oh, it's so hard to get up in the morning, I'm feeling like this. And so if you actually love what you do, then you might be more inspired and motivated to show up and be excited, and it will feel less like work.
0: What does it mean to love your work?
1: Uh, to love what you do?
0: Um, and I'm, I guess I'm asking that cause that's, the, that's actually what I'm kind of thinking next is like, because sometimes like phrases like this, it's like literally like, yeah, this ain't exactly true. Or like the real question, because yes, if you I, actually, I might agree, like if you love what you do, then you might feel great every day, even doing the tedious things or whatever, because it's not tedious. You love it. And to love something means what though? Like, that's why I'm really like, okay, cool. But like really the question is like, how many people can slash do you know what I mean like is that even a realistic thing and why are people saying this because it sounds more like something that people say to try to motivate you into um, exploring something that you actually care about right like but we need people to do everything as well Mm -hmm. and like with our society and all of that it's kind of like a are you just trying to make people feel bad for you know going to their desk job
1: Yeah, and it does sound a little judgmental. Like, it could be, like, that. But um, I don't know. Maybe it isn't to inspire people to do what they love. Because I feel like if people are working in their purpose, quote, unquote, like, if you believe people have a purpose, Mm -hmm. then, like, the world will be a better place. But I think the misconception, I'm using a lot of hands today, is that... (laughs) Working in your purpose doesn't necessarily mean, like, oh, I want to be a trainer, so my career is this. Your purpose could be, like, loving on people. And you could do that in a lot of different careers. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so I think it's finding what you love and then finding something where you can do that. It doesn't have to have a direct correlation. Like, oh, I want to be a teacher. I'm going to go teach in a school. It could be like, oh, I want to be a teacher. And then you become a corporate, uh, like, programming teacher and go in and teach about different things. It's just, like, finding something that you love.
0: So something you said um, sparked something in me. Maybe regardless of where you work to make a living, and so let's go back to that too, because there's a lot of people doing what they love, like on the side, or they act like that's all they do when they really also work here and you know get a check from somewhere else. Um, I think perhaps what's really important here is thinking about what you do, what does make you feel fulfilled. So, for example, when you just said like loving on people, so. Let's say if um, you really enjoy making people's day, and this, of course, could get more detailed. I don't know. You could say maybe you like helping people come up with business ideas or making money, right? Like, I actually think that doesn't mean, like, hmm, let me stop everything I'm doing right now and be a consultant. Or maybe along your path, like if you're talking to somebody who's younger, right? Because also this, that you can't just switch up. I mean, you can, but it's difficult to just switch up, right? But um, perhaps what you can do is always kind of making sure you're aligned with, like, what do you enjoy and how how do you feel fulfilled? And now, with my job, where can I experience that or where can I acknowledge that opportunity? Um, for example, it might be like, um, I love helping people. I love to see when people... Um, save money or make money or something. This is, and this don't really make sense, but just bear with me. <laughs> but like, you can be a cashier at the grocery store and you know what you love every time you're able to be like, all right, you know, that we got on. a coupon for this or like, oh, let me slide my VIP card or, um, you know, this one's about to get one free and like people, that excitement that you might see from people um, or as simple as just like making somebody's day, right? Like you, if you're a receptionist, like there's ways that you can make people feel a certain way. Now, I'm not saying that that makes the whole job awesome, but you could choose to focus on that part and try to think about how can I bring more of this particular thing I love or experience into it. You can, to be something that's a little bit harder, maybe it's like, dang, I love art. Like, I wish I could be a painter. I would, I'd really love to be something like that in the arts, right, where it's yeah. like you can't just hop into that and think you about to pay your bills all the time. Um, but you work at a reception Um, in the reception or something, at a doctor's office, and maybe there's an opportunity for you to provide, like, some markers and stuff for the kids in the waiting room, or maybe you um, are able to, like, incorporate that into something, like, that you're doing to make it a little bit more enjoyable. I think that's a more realistic, like, thought about it. Um, And then I guess what we are doing is, in saying that, I am kind of proving that saying not true but like that it makes sense right that like if you can find something to enjoy or if you enjoy what you're doing it doesn't feel so tedious and so at the end of the day I'm gonna have to agree with that piece of course but then there's more to it
1: yeah I was about to say in that cashier example actually like is a real one my mom worked at Walmart and I would tell her to quit that like life-sucking job but she really loved working with people and like kids and the families and everybody that would come that brought her so much joy even though Walmart's Mm -hmm. a terrible company does not treat its employees well but that was the thing that she loved it was like a way to connect and so like yes I agree with that I also think sometimes this could be um, like challenging us to find something we love and enjoy in a capitalistic soul sucking society like also is like mm, mm, like I I get it that makes
0: your living like that that's the part where it's like okay um but like Carly, do you like what you do for work to to make money? I do. Do you love what you do?
1: I do. I love what I do.
0: Does it feel like you work? Yes. Exactly. That's what <laughs> like I was about to this, say. <laughs> it still feels like so, work. So
1: the only difference is like, a, but I wouldn't. It's a less of a barrier. So for what I mean is like. When I was doing engineering, there were certain things I loved about it, but it wasn't enough for me to really get excited every day to want to show up and do things. I didn't feel fulfilled afterwards. Whereas, like, now the things that I'm doing, I do do feel fulfilled afterwards. Like, I feel like... Like, oh, I'm I'm using my talents in a good way. I'm enjoying this. Like, I look forward to going, but that doesn't mean that some days I'm tired and, and don't want to go or some days I don't feel like my best self. Like, it doesn't take the humanness out of it or the fact that you actually have to work to make a living or any of those things or the monotony, but, like, it makes those parts more, it makes it easier, I guess.
0: um But I, so asking myself the same question, though, I don't love, anything about the work all I can say that I love is I love being able to like help people's you know brand or business grow I love being able to help people on my team provide for themselves like you know what I'm saying like that's not even loving what I do because that could be happening with a lot of different things Mm -hmm. what I do is something that I am good at I'm, I'm not even the best at what I do and like just keeping it 100% real I'm not even the best at what I do it's it's a job like and so I don't I don't want to work um and I think that's why the phrase is kind of weird because it's like if you love what you do that might that would be like if I like woke up and like just did whatever I wanted to do every day but that does not pay your bills so it's still just like one of those things that's like a guideline to help mm-hmm. you make it make more sense for you. But, um, I don't, I don't know. I, I like what I do more than maybe other jobs, but also I'm not opposed to like, if being at like a desk job where all I had to do was like type in people's names, go through papers, type in their name and hit enter all day for eight hours, I could find things to enjoy about there. Or, like, not even enjoying the work, but, like, I would enjoy the check. I would be like, okay, people are not talking to me all day. There's so many other things with me, like, doing what I, air quote, love. Mm. That's, like, a lot of responsibility and things that sometimes I'm like, it would be nice if you just sit somewhere and, like, and kind of do whatever all day and, and just get a check from it. So I would not feel less fulfilled per se um, if certain things were met. So, like, we talk about, like, hierarchy of needs and stuff like that, right? So there's, like, what's important to you. I think that's really what it is. Like, what's your values? What's important to you? For me, the things that would be important is money, time, outside of that. So if if I had to work somewhere where it wasn't as, you know, for real fulfilling, sure, I, I used to... The only other job I really had was right after graduating from school um, where I worked in admissions at a university. And I didn't... Obviously, I didn't care about that. And yet, at five o'clock or whatever time I was finished work, I didn't have nothing else to think about. And I did whatever I want. I used to go out every day, go, come to work with sunglasses on every morning. Um, and it was fine. You know what I mean? Like I, I didn't feel like until, until I started having the thoughts about, okay, let me, let me really bog down or like come define where, where I want to go next. Like what I really want to do. But for the time, it was fine. Um, and I don't know, for me, again, like, I never have felt stuck with anything. Like, I, I from the beginning, like, my whole life, I've always just evolved what I'm doing to make it make sense for me. So also, maybe there is that, right, where I am trying to make it, I want to make it something that is reflecting what I care about at the time or what I want to do, but it's not about because I love it.
1: Yeah, I was about to say, I've done everything from food service to, Serving, like, actually, like, cooking in the back at Crossroads, if you you, is a little food spot. Um, I've done all kind of stuff, and I didn't really love those. I loved pieces of them. But that, like, leads to the bigger question. as like, you know, we do need all these jobs in society of, like, cooking and people driving Ubers and, like, all kind of stuff. Like, should people do what they love? Like, should we aim to do that? I hope this kind
0: of answers that. But I saw, I'm trying to remember where I saw this. And, and I cannot recall right now, oh, maybe in the book I was reading where it it talked about first of all, at the bottom line, we should not have to work to survive. Okay. So now, with that being a part of the equation of our of our real life, that's why all of this feels kind of like all right, what if it was regular to whether you had, it was less money for housing and food and day-to-day stuff, right? Whether that stuff costs less or like we didn't have to worry about it. What if your work was to supplement, I don't have to worry about life, but this is what I want to do to be a part of society and to Mm -hmm. contribute to society and to, to get off like my vibe of what do I want to give to the world? What do I want to do? What do I like in that case? it would feel awesome because whatever you're choosing to do is what you want to do and what you want to contribute. And sure, that makes sense, that you could love that and it really won't feel like anything. It's just unfortunate that we have to work to survive. And so that part makes all this other stuff like, all right, like it's not always easy. I don't want to say not realistic per se, but it's like not always easy. Um, And so I think that would have been like, in a higher conscious society of like, if we could get it to the place where people didn't have to worry about their basic needs, Mm -hmm. anybody worried about basic needs is not doing what they love. And you know what I mean? All this extra stuff. Like you're just not. And so I think that, um, does that kind of answer like, what you're saying? He like I don't remember what I asked you. Uh, no, I do know the
1: question. Um, should we do what we love? And so I'll say. So yeah. So I agree with that hundred oh, percent. And do, that's what you I have to Do what
0: you have to do to survive. Though.
1: Absolutely. And in that, maybe if you know you are in survival mode, what that looks like, like doing what you love, is finding. Something that you can get, and then finding what you love about those things and trying to highlight that—that that, that doesn't make it better, but like for example, working at Walmart—if yeah. you like people, that could be a thing, or any cashier's job, or yeah, if you like as fashion, as opposed to
0: like working at, in some place where you're in a or cubicle by being yourself. Being a bus
1: driver—if you don't like driving—and you could work yeah. at you know Macy's or something, help them <laughs> clothes, like something like yeah, that. that. Reminds
0: me, there was one time this is like right after I moved to LA, and and I was in an Uber, and this guy and we were like, oh, how you like Uber? He's like, man, it's a lot of driving, and then, <laughs> I was like. Okay. <laughs> like yeah, you, did you know that when you signed up? Like he's like, "Yeah, man, it's a lot of driving, man. I don't know." Like, "Okay, maybe you need to find something else." Like, um, yeah, like you it's all a mindset shift of perspective of wherever you need to be. And yet I don't I don't think loving what you do is a requirement at all times, but perhaps that is an aspiration to be able to do the things that you enjoy in life or that don't feel so necessary um, or, like, drain the life out of you, you know?
1: I was about to say, yeah, it's definitely a perspective shift that might help in your everyday. Um, And that's also not negating the reality that we all have to work for stupid reasons. Mm -hmm. Um, But it kind of made me think about, like, other thoughts around like purpose and doing what you love and they're like, oh, like if you are, you know, working in your purpose or in alignment, like the money will come automatically. Like if you're working in your gifts, the money will come or your gift will make a way for you. Um, that you'll feel more fulfilled. Like, How do you feel about those statements? I
0: actually think those are fairly true. I think that um, when you, because when you are doing work that you really enjoy are more enthusiastic, you're more confident, you are more eager to learn, research, understand, do things, talk about it, and all of those things lead to more exposure. Leads to you kind of going to the places where you're talking to people that make more sense. Like the money does kind of come to you. Um, that being said, let's go back to just because I think, like, when it comes to artists, right, and starving artists motif, that potentially that could be a little different. Um, and I don't know if I would say the money will come to you automatically, but like, again, if you are in a space where you are, if it's like starving artists and you have to survive that, then none of this makes that much sense as much sense. But let's say if, if you, your basic needs are taken care of and you can paint and you love it and you talk about it and you're going to places and you're showing this and you're setting up at, you know, little vendor tables and doing all the things all the time, then yeah, you're going to get something from it. Is it going to be enough to cover your survival? That's where the whole, like we said at the beginning, like the whole system and all that comes into play, where it makes that very hard. Um, but yes, that's that's because of those things, it does make a way for you, and because of those things, you will you can feel really good because you're just so into it.
1: Yeah, and I think that um, both of us talking about how when we're just, like, working in the spaces that we are, even if it's not, like, our ideal job, but just being in those spaces and showing up and being of quality, like, always leads to other opportunities. Mm-hmm. So it really does create a way.
0: And I think that's interesting, too, that the phrase of saying, like, like a job you really enjoy. Because also, think about it for a second. Like, if it was like, you know, if I could do anything, because people always ask that. Like, mm-hmm. if you could do anything, what would if you do? you had do? to worry about bills, what would you do? And even that thing is still going to feel like a job. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of times, like, you might want to be an astronaut. You might want to be a fisherman like there are going to be a lot of things that have to be done and and things that come with that that still are going to feel like a job um and so i would also for sure encourage that you still always think about that like always get back in alignment with what do you care about i do this all the time Mm -hmm. um what do you care about what is what are your values what makes sense for you and then thinking about well okay how how can you make that more aligned with your work or how can you find work that's more aligned i think that's perfectly fine Um, but as with most things, we have to also have a certain level of gratitude and a certain level of appreciating and being good with what, where we are as well to not be in a weird space of like kind of pushing everything away anyway. Um, so I think it's a, it's a tough balance. I think that for me on my wrap up of this, Phrase an episode, I feel like, oh, if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life, is not something I would necessarily say. Um, and instead, I would say that, hey, you know, it, it really helps to make sure that your work is aligned with what you care about and your values and, and goals. And if you if you strive to be in that space uh, with something that you're good at, then you're definitely going to see more success than not.
1: Mm-hmm. I love that, and... Um Oh, man, I had a really good thought, but that was so good. I would say uh, if you feel stuck and your basic needs are not met and you're like, I can't even think about this right now, maybe find things in your everyday that you can enjoy because a lot of it is perspective. That doesn't make it suck. It might make it suck. Like my new sucks and you come home and home's great. Yeah, or something. Or even at work, like, oh, I have a great coworker who's awesome and I'm glad I have them or I can learn from them. (laughs) Or, look, yep, you got, like, a 50-year-old friend and you're 20, (laughs) you know, like, all those things. Like, finding what you can enjoy in everyday Because, like, I don't aspire to to work. Like, people are like, oh, what's your dream? Yeah, really, that's not it. But, you know, while we are here, it is important to make sure we're spending our time and energy on things that do matter to us in whatever way you can. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that that's accessible to everyone. Um, Like, 99% of people, at least, unless you're, like, unhoused and really struggling with that, that might be tough. But outside of that, like, really try to find, you know, what matters to you, and that will lead to other things.
0: Mm -hmm. And mostly don't let phrases like that make you feel bad or inadequate or some kind of way um so interact with us this week hit us on the post at com. hit us on social uh twitter instagram facebook whatever threads now all the things um yeah basically and let us know how you feel about this topic um is it important to love what you do and how does that play out in your life see y'all next week
1: bye